where you live shouldn't limit your access to quality internet. That's not fair. U.S. Cellular introduces fast and fair high-speed internet. With reliable home internet from U.S. Cellular, now there's no limit to how you stream, game, and work. So instead of this, you get this. Upgrade to fast and fair high-speed internet from U.S. Cellular. Upgrade to fair. This is not the time to get distracted. And this is not the time to go off course. This is not the time to lose your focus. Got a word to do. The Believers, Walking in the Way of Righteousness, is now on the air. Our goal is to awaken you from the tradition and the errors of religion and bring you back to the simplicity of the gospel of Christ. If you have any questions or are in need of prayer, please stay tuned until the end of the broadcast. We will give you our website and our mailing address. So at this time, it gives me great pleasure to bring to you our minister, Brother James Ware. God bless you. Truly, we thank the Lord for being here another day by way of radio. I counted a blessing as well as a privilege to be able to come to you this day by way of radio. I thank God for this uh, another day that he has blessed us. Amen. I know some of you at this time uh, just done ate your barbecue, whatever, whatever, and you just celebrating uh, your, what you would call the Independence Day. Now, that would, that would be a, debat- a debatable subject, uh, independent for who, uh, for what. But nevertheless, it's a worldly holiday that we look forward to, but instead of looking for God, holy days. That's what we should be searching the scriptures out, trying to find out the direction that the Lord would have us. Are you saying, Brother Ware, is wrong? No, I'm not. I wouldn't dare say it because, first of all, any holiday or uh, that doesn't use the name of Christ, I don't really have a problem with it. Either it's up to you whether you do it or not or you don't, whatever, whatever. But when I can see that people's like, when they talk about Easter, uh, they'll say that that's that's Christ's resurrection. He was crucified on Friday and rose on a Sunday. But yet they'll read in the book of Matthew's, as Jonah was in the whale's belly three days and three nights, so shall the Son of Man be in the heart of the earth three days and three nights. See, I have a problem when they say he was born uh, in December uh, the 25th when and the shepherds and the wise men was at the manger. See, that's we are taking away from the Scripture, folks. But anyway, I'm going to pray and we get into the word. Father, in the name of Jesus the Christ, I thank you, I praise you, I honor you. 
and all that you're doing. I ask you to bless this broadcast that it might be a uplifting and an edifying word to those that are listening. We thank you. We praise you. We honor you. In the name of Jesus the Christ, amen and amen. Listen, as I was saying, I'm not pushing the issue of this holiday, that holiday. See, because first of all, if you ain't got a relationship with Christ, I don't care what you're doing. It ain't going to do nothing but bring a reproach on the name of the Lord. And when you bring a reproach on the name of the Lord, then uh, the, your family, your friends, going to wonder why you call yourself what you call yourself. And you ever notice that they always want to celebrate the very time when you're getting ready to do something spiritual? All your family gatherings, sometimes they want to take away from the family gathering because, uh, and put them on the day that you had plans to do something for the Lord. But what I'm saying in this day and time, as we draw into the end, not because I'm older, yeah, that plays a part in it, but not because of that, but because of the fact that you can see the signs of the time around us. You can see the uproar and all the the situation that's going on around us, and we taking it lightly. We kind of like the Jonah was in the ship. The amazing thing, believers, for me to think about in the midst of the ship, these people's about to, they, they don't know what to do. The captain said, look, everybody call upon their God. The captain said, look at him now, this thing done got serious. Uh, whatever God you, everybody, I, I don't want to miss out. I don't want to lose out because if he ain't answering my God, maybe he'll answer your God. So he didn't know who was the right God, but he just wanted to know how come that uh, you, uh, the, the water is like it is. That it looked like any day they think that ship finna be tore up in the water. Well, the guy told him, say, you calling for everybody to come here, but there was a guy down there asleep. And I thought, how in the world could he sleep in the corner, in, down in the ship, while they are in turmoil. Now, I know he wasn't like Jesus. Jesus was in control of things. So, therefore, when the disciples was in the uproaring of the water, Jesus was able to sleep because he had control. He could say, look, as he did, peace be still, and everything come. And, and, but Jonah didn't. But that's amazing. As Jonah is, so as it is as believers, as Christian, do you know that the, the atmosphere that we are in with all the people is going haywire? We we, we having uh, killing babies and uh, even the more as never before. They're having abortions. Uh, homosexuality is rising real high, and and and. Uh, fornication is rising real high, and and preachers 
being uh, doing things that you never even dreamed of. And we wonder how in the world all this going on, and we sleep. We sleep. We are not really doing that. Oh, we'll stand up when it comes to Let's say, well, let's stand up because the police done shot one of our black kids. We need to protest. We need to get on 75. We need to block the cars or whatever. We need to get on 85. Whatever interstate close to your area, we want to block it because we got a message we're trying to send. Well, that sounds good. But what about the message that we are sending, about, trying to send about this sin in our lives? That's a problem, believers. That's really, really a problem. And it's a problem with the church. It's a problem with those of you that are calling yourselves Christians, are calling yourselves saints, are calling yourselves believers, Oh, just whatever. Say you following God. It's a problem. Yes, it is a problem. And you know why it's a problem? Only because of the fact that we sitting in the ship sleep while the world is in turmoil, while the world is going forth and doing these things, and, and this is happening and that is happening. And we saying, but... It ain't happening to me until it hit home. Now, when it hit in your family, then you want to holler, will y'all pray for me? Will y'all have prayer? Will y'all go into prayer with me? And your reason they're doing that because, hey, it's, it's, it done hit home. But as long as it ain't hitting home, guess what? We can go for and do, and the Scripture done let us know certain things we shouldn't be. The scripture tell us, and, and I want to go there right quick, say it. In uh, Second Thessalonians, the third chapter, say, This know also that in the latter days perilous times shall come, for men shall be lovers of their, their own uh, their own selves, coveted, boasters, Proud, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy. Now, let me ask you something. Can you that are listening to me see that this is going on? Some of you, you have daughters, you have sons that will curse you, will make uh, profanity towards you. And you're their mother, you're their father, that you have brought them into the world. And you, uh, the children, will turn around and disrespect you only because of the fact that we are living in that era. And that's what the era say, that they will be disobedient, unthankful, unholy. I'm sorry, it doesn't, it doesn't add up but a fulfillment of the Scripture. So a fulfillment of the Scriptures, believers, then we must do what the Scripture teaches us to do. We got to cry out to God. We got to spend time with God. We got to live holy. I'm telling you, it is not, it, it, it is a problem when old people's trying to be like young people. Yes, yes, the old sisters still are being mothers in the church, 
and teaching the young women in the church, we're going along with it. I, listen, I'm not the only one. I, they pop up on my phone videos that the church that they have in certain things in in the church, and the mothers is sitting there while they're having this. See, something is wrong with the mothers to sit there knowing that that's not godly. You say, but he, the mother ain't the pastor. I understand, but the mother should be the scripture teach that she should teach the younger women. The fathers should teach the younger men. We all been saying we worrying about this, worrying about what the police is doing, worrying about what the police is not doing. Where is the discipline in the church house? What is the purpose of the church house? Is it to just come and bring money, build a bigger building, and say that you love God and hear a 45-minute sermon or a 30-minute sermon, and you go back home and say you don't worship God? If that's all to religion, then we are missing it, believers. We are missing it. Yes, I know they called us an independent day, the day that they declared themselves to be free. Why won't you be free from sin? Why won't you make this an appointed day that I'm not going along with the things that I know is wrong? See, certain things you know is wrong. You ain't got to be no Bible scholar. You ain't got to be no Bible scholar that says, and it goes on to say, and without natural affection, truth breakers, false accuser. Oh, wait a minute. People's now, it was a time that they was your friend. They weren't going. If they said they was going to do something, they did it. They continued to do it. But you know what? Here's the problem. People's changed their mind. Oh, I don't, you know, you ain't got to do this for her. You ain't got to do that for him, and so on and so on. Guess what, believers? I'm saying to you, I'm not speaking to everybody. It got to be a different. It got to be, become a different. Since we knowing that we're drawing to the end of time, they need to look at somebody. They don't have nothing to go by. They don't listen to me. They don't have nobody that they can say, one thing about brother so-and-so, he's living holy. And we don't know about sister so-and-so, uh, sister Waltz or sister Bummerby, she's living holy. And I get her to pray for me and pray for my mom and pray for my family. It was once like that. And now all of a sudden, we don't believe in that prayer. We don't believe in praying ye for one another. I see you, you, that ain't my business. So you go your way, I go my way. You, the houses get broken into, and some people say, well, that ain't my house getting broken into, so I'm not even fooling with that. I'm not going to tell nothing. So since you are not willing to step out and stand up. Well, Brother Way, you don't know. You're living in a new day. You tell on them people, them people's going to turn around and they're going to break in your house or they're going to shoot you or they're going to this, they're going to that. And guess what? The Bible said we shouldn't fear what? 
fear the one that can destroy the body and soul, which is God. That's why we are not able to do the thing that God have told us to do. Yeah, we talking about you call to preach, you call to do this, you call to do that. And I'm not, who am I to say that God hadn't called you to do that? I'm not even questioning that. What I'm questioning is how in the world that these peoples can say that they love God, they they have called, been called out by God, been chosen by God to do a work for God, and that you're not even able to affect the people's right around you. Listen, if you quit giving so much to your son, your daughter, that's being disobedient, and let them know, look, no, remind them. You was using profanity to me the other day when I told you to come back here. You said, I ain't studying you and went on out the door. Well, guess what? Don't study me now because I'm not going to feed that spirit. A lot of us feeding the spirit, believers. If you quit doing it, it is a such thing as tough love. If we use tough love and believe God, yeah, they're going to get mad with you. Listen, yeah, they're going to get upset with you. But I'll let them know, once you decided to respect me, once you decide to honor me, then I'll communicate with you. I had to do that. I had to pull away. Why? Because I see that that wasn't who was uh, motivating my child. So, yes, I love my child. I really do. But I will not allow my child to be manipulated by the enemy and causing them to be pulled away from the conviction that I knew I'd understood for. If you stand for certain conviction, folks, you need to stand all the way. The Bible lets you know that they were going to be treacherous, high-minded, lovers of pleasures, more than the lovers of God. We can look today, people are more lovers of pleasure. Put on a concert. Uh, since today is uh, independence and how they're going, tell you what, look at the fireworks. Look how we sacrifice to go see the fireworks. And I, I ain't nothing wrong. I'm not saying nothing wrong with Going to say in the fireworks. But I'm just trying to make a point. Look how many can come together for that. But at the same time, if you call prayer time, how many going to come together for the prayer time? That's all I'm trying to say is, no, I'm not trying to spoil your day. I'm not. I want you to take an inventory of your life. God been too good to you. God done blessed some of you so much that in the midst of him blessing you, he blessed you in order to be a blessing in these last and evil days. The blessing that God is, is storing upon you, he wants you to be a light. He wants you to let people know, no, 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 no. It ain't like they making it seem. Man, they don't water the church down so bad, so, so bad. They don't water it down. And because they don't water the church down, the gospel down, the, 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 the conviction down, and 
if you try to tell somebody, well, you shouldn't do this or you shouldn't do that, you know what they're going to tell you? Well, brother so-and-so ain't doing it, or this church ain't doing it, or that church ain't doing it, and you're right. They may not be doing it. But you got to understand that devil have ministers, believers. You'll find that in Corinthians. In Corinthians, uh, 2 Corinthians, I believe it is. Second uh, Corinthians, the eleventh chapter, uh, tenth is it the tenth? Yeah, it said it's the eleventh chapter. It said, "For such a false apostle, deceitful workers, transforming themselves as apostles of Christ." Now, wait a minute. Let me ask you something. Who do you know transformed themselves? Well, brother, where? It's not us for it's not uh, for me to judge nobody, but my question still remain: Who do you know? Now, see something. You that listening to me, you know that that person was transformed to be apostle of the devil. That person is transformed. Why? Because their works, their works is not according to the scripture. Yes, you don't see in the scripture they charging you um, for a prayer cloth. They charging you for this. They doing that. They doing these things. We see it, but we refuse to accept it. We would rather go forth and do what we're doing because we don't want to rock the boat. Ain't nobody else saying nothing, so why should I say something? The reason you should say something is God don't open up your understanding. That's why you should say something. If you don't say nothing, you can help a lot of people that really might not know. Oh, yeah, it's a lot of people don't know. And the reason they don't know is because of the fact that they haven't read and haven't been convicted. But God put them in your life so that you might be a light to them that's walking in darkness. Yes, to you that's walking in, to them that's walking in darkness, they might look upon you and say, well, why aren't you doing uh, this or doing that? And then you can very easily say, well, I'm not doing it because the Bible tells me. And once you tell them, it ain't for you to make them do anything. Is for you to open up their understanding. Guess what? They might ignore you. They might not accept that. But guess what? Somebody else that heard you telling them might accept that. And you might have been a blessing to a brother or a sister because you stood on the Word of God. Believers, if there ever was a time that we need to stand on the Word of God, no, I'm not saying tell nobody nothing. I'm saying show them that your life is different. Show them that you are saved. Show them that you are sanctified. Show them that you do have the baptism of the Holy Ghost and a mind to do the right thing, that it brought you out of sin. And since it brought you out of sin, then you want to go forth and make them see without a shadow of a doubt that I'm sold out for God. That's what it's all about, believers. We're here for a temporary. 
Look how many people's done lost their lives just in the last month or so that you done heard on the news, that you done heard, and some might even hit in your family. But guess what? You heard these things, but you wasn't willing to do nothing about it. And since you wasn't willing to do anything about it, then all of a sudden they continue to go on around you. Yes, they begin to go this way, that way, going around, around, and around. And nobody is acting like they want to stand on the word. Nobody is acting like they want to be a light for Christ. You have to be willing to be that disciple. Christ loved at you. He saved you. He called you into the hope of his calling. What? Being patient with you. Being patient with you, believing that you were special. And because you are special, then guess what? He wants to do something special in you. Yes, he do. Yes, he do. And if you be willing to open up your understanding, if you be willing to take a stand and say, I can't do this, you all. I'm a believer. I'm a Christian. I'm a, a, a whatever you want to call yourself, a saint or whatever. I'm different. I didn't ask for it. He called me. He chose me. And since he called me and chose me, then guess what? I must do it. Oh, yeah, I must do it. I tell you what, I'm going out and taking a break. I'll be back in a couple of minutes, and I'll be more than happy to continue in this way. God bless you. Praise the Lord, my friend. Brother Ware will return shortly. I would like to take a minute to invite you to pray for the believers walking in righteousness and minister Brother Ware. We thank you for listening and would be really grateful if you would let a friend know about the broadcast. Please stay tuned until the end of the message for all contact information. We will be taking questions and comments in the second half of the broadcast. Please call 404-355-8699. That's 404-355-8699. And now, welcome back, Brother Ware. Well, praise God, praise God, we are back, we are back. I tell you what, I still didn't get to what I was trying to get to earlier, but never, nevertheless, we thank God for you that are tuned in. We thank God for you that have made it a point, took out time of your busy day, the day that you was relaxing, the day that you was enjoying yourself, that we thank God for you joining us. We would love to hear from you. Yes, this is a pre-recorded message. I usually say at this time you're more than willing to call in. Uh, 
but you're willing to call me at 404-293-7557. That's 404-293-7557. Love to hear from you, uh, question or comment. Now, let's get back to what I was saying. This what we got to understand. The Bible done told us, let every man be what? A liar. And God be true. Do you know we are living now in this day and time that we can't tell the truth from the lies? Oh, yeah, yeah, we can't. That's Listen to me. That's why you got, look in the church, you got the peoples that's not saved playing the music. And you shouting on the people that's not playing. So therefore, they're making mockery of you. You know why? Because they're saying, I had, did you see uh, sister so-and-so, a brother so-and-so? They were just shouting and tearing up the church. Yeah. And they, they laughing about what's going on. Why? Because that person have not received Christ. Nobody ever questioned that person, you know, the pastor or the pastor aide, whoever they, they hide the person, seemed like that that person would say, you know, let me see if that person say, let me see how they surrender their life. Let me even just witness to them, you see, but we are rather set up and not say a word and say that's okay. That's all right. But let me tell you something. It's not all right. Believers, let me tell you something. When you understand that I, I know that God called me, chose me, ordained me to be a vessel in these last and evil days, and it ain't about what somebody else think, feel, or believe. It ain't about what's going on in my life. Oh, I'm living holy. I can tell you that. I'm doing all that I know that the scriptures teaches that I should do. But at the same time, listen to me now, at the same time, I got to be a different vessel. I got to be a vessel stand out that they can look and say, well, one thing about Brother Ware, Brother Ware is living according to that which he's preaching. Why would I preach to you? And you, you, uh, I myself become a castaway. No, ma'am. No, sir. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to stand. I'm going to believe God. I'm going to stand and be an example to the best of my ability. Yes, it gets discouraged sometimes. Yes, but you have to do like David do. David had to encourage himself in the Lord. What you saying, brother? Well, I have to encourage myself in the Lord. Yes, I do. I encourage myself because you know what the devil say. Well, you got so much truth, then how come these people ain't doing this and ain't doing that? Well, guess what? As long as I tell them, as long as I be a witness, as long as I'm praying, as long as I'm seeking God's face and God's will, it ain't up to me. It's up to me to do the, uh, the witnessing. It's up to me to do all the other things, to pray for those that are not walking concerning God's will unless God said, leave them alone. See, that's another thing. A lot of us, 
would rather hold on to a people that God done told you to leave alone. And you know why? You're holding on to them because that's your security blanket. That make you feel like you are somebody in the Lord. If you turn them aloof and begin to say, okay, God, I would rather stand alone. I would rather and do your will than to have these peoples in my life walking contrary to the will. It doesn't work, folks. Take it from somebody that done did. It doesn't work. People do things and they say things and they doing them and they doing them just enough to stay in your life. I don't saw it happen so much. But in the midst of that, they are not going forth and obeying God and they keep you from obeying God. Oh, yes, they do. Yes, they do. They keep you from obeying God. See, certain things you would do if they wasn't in your life, if they wasn't around. Listen, when I uh, uh, began to want to do more for the Lord, most of the time I have to be by myself. It's sad, but it, uh, you say, well, now you're telling me, by the way, I don't need nobody. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying, brother, where? I ain't talking about you. I'm talking about me. In order for me look like to do a work, a will, he had to pull me away. And then I have to trust in him. Then I'm able to do the things that I normally couldn't do or wouldn't do if I had other issues in my life. And that's all I'm saying. Some of you, God got a, a blessing. And we're not just talking about a blessing. We're not just talking about finance. See, we, every time we say blessing, people think that it's got to be finance blessing. But when I look, and I'm not bragging nor boasting, if I leave here today, I thank God that God have allowed me to be a testimony that he have healed me from heart attacks, not just one, heart attacks. The doctor said I had so many scar tissues when they went in they said, well, you know, you done had more heart attack before you had uh, your valve burst. And, 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 and when I thank God that he looked at me and, and, and the man said, uh, Brother Ware, you're not going to be able to walk without a device, something holding you because you done had these upper and lower back operation that was back then. It ain't like the stuff they got now. And then when I look at the cancer that I was, uh, and you can say what you will, and some of you under the sound of my voice done heard those words, and they'll tell, you can verify what I'm saying. That word is not a glorified word once you hear it. Once they say you got cancer, then you begin to think, hold up, what did I do to deserve this? How come I got this, and what can I do to get rid of this? The truth of the matter is, when these things, that's just some of them, folks. I'm not getting into all my personal things, uh, what God done did, but I know that he chose to keep me around. I, I lost my wife. Matter of fact, this would have been our anniversary. Uh, yeah, this would have been 42 uh, years. 40, uh, 43 years, one, uh, let me see, yeah, 43 years. And uh, 
and and it would have been July the first. But I, I stayed to death do we depart. Now listen to me. I know that the devil would have loved to had me out of here more so than her. You know why? Because she wasn't going forth. She wasn't doing what I'm doing. But I know it ain't no goodness of mine. It ain't nothing that I did to deserve to be here. It ain't no holier than I live to be here. It was God preparing me, James Ware, I have called you for such a time as this, for such a time as you to go forth and be that vessel in these last and evil days for me. I called you to let people know that it is holiness or hell. It, uh, people's got a hell to shine and a heaven to gain. Amen. You, I know, I know some of you that listen. I don't believe in heaven. Okay, well, you got the new earth. Amen. I don't care how you look at it. I don't care what you think about it. I'm telling you that you got to prepare to meet your maker. Oh, yes, you got to prepare to meet. I'm telling you, I don't know how, you, what you need to do, but it's in your heart. And let me tell you, some of you, when you lay down at night, when you lay your head on a pillow, or even when you just get quiet, and that's very few. See, a lot of you don't even want to be quiet because you don't want the Spirit of God to minister to you. So you're always going. You're always cutting your radio on while you're driving and, and, and you're at home. you got your TV on. You ain't looking at it, but you're listening to it. You just got to have something to make noise. Why not just walk and spend some time? Why not just get away and talk to the Lord so that God can talk to you. Let this day, this time, be the beginning of a time that you never had before. You need to listen to me. You need to begin to say, I'm doing this for the Lord. Say, I'm, uh, so God can use me in these last and evil days. I know I might have did a lot of things for my sake. I know I did a lot of things to please self. But self never get pleased. Oh, no, 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 no. You can't please self. You make self feel good for a little while, but that don't last with, with self. You know why it don't last? Simply because self got a tendency of doing what it feel good, what it makes it feel good. So because self may do it because it make it feel good, then guess what? The Bible says in the book of Galatians, the flesh is an enemy against God. So when you making the flesh feel good, you have became that enemy. That flesh is doing contrary to the will of God. And if there ever was a time now you need to go, you need to obey, now is the time. We understand that everybody is not alike. We understand some people cannot Ago, just like if I invited somebody to come here on the ready, they'll be nervous. That will be out of their ordinary. So, so we're not talking about that. We're not talking about uh, being in a position. What we are talking about, you doing what you know that the Lord would have you to do. Forget about what this person said. Forget about what that person said. 
Don't even concern yourself about how, because you ain't going to make them happy but for a little season anyway. You're not going to make, be pleased with you. You got to be, you got to be pleased with yourself. And if you are pleased with yourself and the Lord, then you can go forth and you can be that vessel. But if you ain't pleased with the Lord, first and foremost, God done did so much for you. Just like I got a testimony. So many of you got a testimony. You know why you got that testimony? Because God knew that one day he was going to use you before the time is out. But you keep fighting against, trying to get your will, trying to do what you want to do, trying to do what make flesh feel good. And as long as you're doing what flesh, trying to feel good, you're missing out. Yes, 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 you're missing out. And I promise you that God want to do a work in you. No, ma'am, no, sir. It ain't always about preaching. No, ma'am, no, sir. It ain't always about laying hands on folk. The Bible say lay hands on no man suddenly. So it ain't about them things. It's about you surrendering your life, becoming that living sacrifice for the Lord, that he could use you, that he can get the glory. See, once you begin to do that, see, we got it, we got it mixed up. We think if I uh, do it that way, then I'm being weak. But let me tell you something. We use that scripture uh, in the book of Romans. We use that. And, and you know what What we'll say? But there's the homosexual brother where, but you need to read on down. Uh, and you'll find out that that ain't to us. And, but, but the Bible let us know that I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercy of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice. See? You see what I'm saying? A living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Now, that's found in Romans, the 12th chapter, in the first verse. And then it goes on to say, in the second verse, says, Be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Listen, folks, those two verses just right there, we ain't got to read for it now. Yeah, I'm not trying to tell you, don't you read, brother. No, ma'am, I'm not saying that. What I am, no, sir, I'm not saying that. What I am saying, those two verses right there, those two verses saying, I need you to do what? Just present you. Just say, God, I'm coming to you. I'm tired of pleasing me because every time I please me, it's up and down anyway. I feel good today, but tomorrow don't feel like I did nothing. And then look like the people I'm helping look like they are not willing to uh, uh, show forth gratitude, show forth thankful. They, they were the very one who I helped abuse me, misuse me. So guess what? I'm not trying to score no brownie points with you, God, but I just want to present myself to you to be a lack uh, to be a living sacrifice 
so that I may go forth. So being this living sacrifice, folk, you can go forth and be the vessel that God have called and chose you to be. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you can be that vessel then. You know why? Because of the fact that it ain't about me. It, it ain't about somebody else. It's about God. And do you know that's where I'm at now? That's why I'm trying to go now. This is why I said, I know I told some of you all when I wrote my book, uh, uh, What Grade Are You In? Spiritual, that was it. And then all of a sudden God said, that's you, that's not me. You obey me and just do what I say do. And guess what? You got to spend time with God. You got to communicate with God. When you communicate with God, let him be the guider. Let him be the one that will direct your pathway. He can't direct your path. Now, somebody say, well, you got your own will. No, you didn't get a will until you repented. See, when you repent, when, before you repented, you was moving on a satanic force. It was driving you because he was dealing with the flesh. But the moment that it, it, conviction came, then conviction present a will. Do I want to turn my life over to this, or do I want to keep doing what I'm doing? When you look at your life, and, and, and time about to run out, but let me say this. When you look at your life, what is you really accomplishing? Are you watering or are you planting? That's what it's all about. All this other stuff, I don't care nothing about how many cars you got. I don't care how much uh, uh, finance that you got. And it's good that some of you goes, uh, listen, I know a sister, if she hadn't have been blessed, then I couldn't be blessed. I know a brother, if he hadn't have been blessed, then I couldn't have been. Just them two peoples I'm thinking about. So God sometimes bless others financially to be a blessing. He blessed them knowing that they weren't going to allow their finance to control them. See, a lot of times we won't uh, finance the blessing, but they are controlling us. They are telling us what to do instead of we telling it what to do. And that's all I'm saying. We must be willing to sacrifice to do that which God have chosen and called you to do. Not for self-glorification, but for the glory of the Lord. Because the glory of the Lord really wants you to stand and be different in these last days. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. So many people, you talk to them, and they say, it down, take all that. You ain't got to do this. You ain't got to do that. Just go on and be a member of the church. Just pay your tithes. And that's all they got in Cohen here. And pick up your Bible and to read it sometime. That's all God. But that's for them. That's not for you. You're different. You are different. It got to be a relationship with you. It got to be something that you cannot be like everybody else. God have chose you. God have called you. And he had pulled you out of the world. You knew you was different even before you got saved. Yes, some of you already know. 
You know you was a peculiar child. You knew that. I, I, I knew that. And many of you that's listening to me know that you was a peculiar child. But you know what? God love, God compassion on you, kept you, preserved you, would not allow you to nothing to happen that would take you out of here because you have something to fulfill. You got to be able to complete your task. No, ma'am, no, sir. It is not in anybody else's hand. It's in your hand. That's why the Bible tells you, for God so loved the world. Yes, he gave his only begotten word that whosoever believe in his word will not perish but have everlasting life. Somebody, oh, brother, wait, you just misquoted that now. Okay, well, who was Jesus? Jesus was the word of God. So the Bible lets you know if he was the word of God, so God so loved the world, he gave us his word in flesh. Now, that's what St. John, the first chapter, tell me, that the, and the word took on flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld the glory, the glory. Now, don't take my word for it. You read it. You read it in St. John, the first chapter, and you'll see for your own self that Brother Ware is not adding to it. I'm only speaking that which is already that you already know but might need to bring to your remembrance. So because I'm, I'm finna go off the air, I needed to read it to those of you who don't have a Bible um, handy. In St. John, the first chapter, it says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God, and the Word was with God, and the same was in the beginning with God. Now, you go to read the rest, and it's going to tell you, but uh, it say, and look, it says, and drop down to the 14th verse. Listen what it said. And the word was made flesh and dwelled among, among us. And we beheld the glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Do you hear what that said? So the word took on flesh. So because the word took on flesh, because it took on flesh and come here to die for shed blood for your sin, to die in order that you may have the right to the tree of life, amen, he did that just for you. And because he did that for you, guess what? I need you to do something for him. I really, really do. Present your body. Present you. And say, okay, God, my little time, I want to please you. It ain't about making a name for myself. It ain't about, and see, it don't make no difference making a name for yourself anyway. Because the name going to be soon forgotten. Except they bring up something on history. Uh, people are talk about uh, certain people's name, but they ain't studying about what that name. They might prostitute that name, just like they do M.L. King. They prostitute the name. They give the very thing that he asked, didn't want to do, they do it. So it ain't about a name, believers. It's about you had an opportunity to do a work for your creator that put his word in you 
that loved you enough to call you out to be a separate individual, not like anybody else. You know you ain't. Even when you was in sin, you weren't like everybody else. Yeah, you might have went out there and, and uh, uh, did your little thing that they call. Uh, you might have party, you might have did that, but you know what? The sad thing about it, God just didn't allow you to go but so far. Now, some of you went a little further than others. And guess what? Even at that, the Lord blessed you, kept you, preserved you in order for you to get back in. That's all he wanted done. He wants you to be obedient. So I said all that to say uh, independence, we know that for uh, certain people, it wasn't for them. Uh, it wasn't no independence for the uh, the in, uh, native uh, Indian Indian. It wasn't no independence for the slaves, the black people that they had slaves. It wasn't that. But you hear now. But let this be a true independence, a true independence for you. Do you understand what I'm saying? That this was the day that I made up my mind. I'm going to obey God rather than man. That I'm going to do that which God would have me to do. I'm through a following church tradition, church religion. I'm going to follow my Bible as God began to open up my understanding. And I'm going to do the thing. I'm going to plant in somebody's life or I'm going to water in somebody's life, not just the people that we know. Ask God to lead you to different people, and God will begin to do the work. Father, we thank you. Father, we praise you. Father, I honor you and all that you're doing. Now, Father, I ask you to bless those that under the sound of my voice that heard the word that brought forth to them. God, let them know that they're just not anybody, that they are a unique and they called and chosen by you to be different. And I thank you for them. I ask you to bless and strengthen them and give them encouragement that they'll be able to stand up and be that woman of God, stand up and be that man of God, that God have called them in these last and evil days. And not only that, we thank you, God, for just your mercy for such a time as this, in spite of all the things that going on around us. You preserved us. You kept us and didn't allow death to walk in on us. And we thank you even when we was disobedient. In Jesus the Christ's name I pray. Amen and amen. Listen, I sure would like for those of you that's in the metro area, take time out to visit uh, the Kingdom of God Learning Center, 15 Blaylock Street. Just, if you don't have the information, call me up. i give you the, the address, but you can put it in. 15 Blaylock Street, Hapeville, on your phone. It'll lead you right there, uh, Dr. Brunswick. Brother Brunswick is a brother that's trying to teach people's, uh different from what they've been receiving in the regular tradition. He said, let's get away from church as usual, usual, and let's be 
that separate group of people willing to stand forth and obey God. We thank God for him. So please, call him up. Saturday morning at 1130, go, go out there. Those of you in the metro Atlanta area, go out there and visit him and see, won't it be a blessing to you? And let him know that you heard me talk about it on the radio. Amen. If you need the number, you can call me at 404-293-7557. That's 404-293-7557. And I'll be more than happy to give you his personal number so you can talk to him and you can see what he's talking about and you can go and visit him. It's going to be a blessing. I'm telling you, it will be a blessing. And would you do me a favor? Visit our website, uh, brotherjamesware.org. We would love for you to visit brotherjamesware.org. And I promise you, it will be a blessing. Amen. Brother Ware is saying unto you, as I always say You don't have the problems you think you have. All you need is more faith in my Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. God bless you. Praise the Lord. I pray that the message that you just heard was an eye-opener and a blessing to you. If you would like to hear this message and many of our other messages, please log on to our website, brotherjamesware.org. That's brotherjamesware.org. Now, if you have a desire to contact Brother Ware for special prayer or just to be a blessing to our program, you may write a letter to P.O. Box 232, Easley, South Carolina. 29641. That's Brother James Ware, P.O. Box 232, Easley, E A S L E Y, South Carolina 29641. Please include the station that you heard him on. And remember, we are praying that you grow to higher heights and a deeper depth in the Lord. Remember, Ephesians 118. May the Lord bless you. It's too important to give up for where you live shouldn't limit your access to quality internet. That's not fair. U.S. Cellular introduces fast and fair high-speed internet. With reliable home internet from U.S. Cellular, now there's no limit to how you stream, game, and work. So instead of this, you get this. Upgrade to fast and fair high-speed internet from U.S. Cellular. Upgrade to fair where you live shouldn't limit your access to quality internet. That's not fair. U.S. Cellular introduces fast and fair high-speed internet. With reliable home internet from U.S. Cellular, now there's no limit to how you stream, game, and work. So instead of this, you get this. Upgrade to fast and fair high-speed internet from U.S. Cellular. Upgrade to fair.